Hi, everyone. My name is Josef Siegel, and welcome back to this week's edition of the Amen Torah podcast. Uh, since Rosh Hashanah is coming up this week, instead of doing a Dvar Torah on the Parshas HaShavuah, which is Parshas Nitzavim, I decided instead we're going to do a Dvar Torah for Rosh Hashanah. This Dvar Torah comes from one of my favorite Svarim on Chodesh Elul and the Yom Narayim period in general. It's called Kol Dovidofek. It's written by Rav Shalom Shodron, Zatzal, who was known as the Magad of Yerushalayim. So let's get started. So everyone knows the famous acrostic for the month of Elul, which is that it stands for the phrase, Ani Dodi Vidodili, which means, I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. Now this is a Pasuk found in Megillah Shira Shirim, in Paragvav Pasuk Gimel. Um, and it's talking about, it's B'nai Yisrael referring to Hashem as their Dodi, as their beloved. And in general, the whole Megillah Shira Shirim is a mushal. It's really a love story, um, but it's a mushal of the relationship between B'nai Yisrael and Hashem. And the fact that you take the word Elul, and this is the whole month of Elul, and the deeper meaning behind it is Anila Dodi Vidodi Li, that relationship between us and Hashem, shows us that this entire Elul, Rosh Hashanah, Aseris Mechuva, Yom Kippur period is really a process to reach the stage where we feel that relationship between us and Hashem. That even though we take Elul and Rosh Hashanah uh, as a time of Chuva, retrospection, looking forward to the next year, recognizing Hashem as our king and as the king of the world. The main focus of Elul should be working on and feeling that relationship that we have with Hashem. And throughout Shir Hashirim, the relationship between B'nai Yisrael and Hashem, they refer to each other as Dodi. So Rav Shodron in Koldi Dofek takes a number of these psukim and he looks through the examples of Dodi and shows how we can use them to enhance uh, this time of year, and develop our relationship with Hashem. So one example I want to talk about is in Perik Hay of Shir Hashirim, which talks about the beloved Hashem, referring to Hashem, coming to visit us, his bride, in the middle of the night, but the bride doesn't want to open the door because she's already in bed, she's already sleeping. So in Pasuk Dalid, right after the bride responds that she doesn't want to open the door because she's in bed, the Pasuk says, my beloved stretched out his hand from the hole, and my insides stirred because of him. So apparently there's a hole in the door, and uh, the beloved is stretching out his hand to reach inside to his beloved, to his bride. Now, Rav Shodron points out over here that the Pasuk all of a sudden mentions this hole. Now, if this hole had been here the entire time, and the beloved, the groom, is going to stretch out his hand through the hole, then why would he not have done it right away? So he says that it must be that this hole was not always here. And since this hole is, was not always here, and since it's important enough that the Pusuk mentions that it is now here, he says this means that we must discuss the origins of the hole. Where did the hole come from? How is it made? What, what is the significance of this hole that the Pusuk chose to mention it? Now imagine someone knocks on your door in the middle of the night. But more than that, it's not just the middle of the night. You've just finished getting ready for bed. You're exhausted. It's been a really long day. You slide under the covers. You're about to go to sleep. And all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. Now, whoever knocks on the door right now, either they better be an important person or the reason better be very important because otherwise you are not getting out of bed. But if you respond, the way that you respond to this knock on the door is 
a sign of where your relationship with this person is. And this is what the psukim are talking about. This is the situation of the pasuk. We're lying in bed. The bride is lying, lying in bed. She's exhausted. And all of a sudden, her beloved comes knocking on the door. Now, if it's really her beloved, she should be respectful enough to get up and open the door and welcome him in. Not only she should be respectful enough, she should be excited to welcome him in. But at the same time, she responds. If you don't care about the person at the door or you realize that the person is not important, forget about getting out of bed to go open the door. You're not even going to say anything. You're going to ignore it and go to sleep. So even though we hesitate and say, it's really hard, I'm not getting out of bed, the fact that we bother responding shows that this person knocking on the door is important enough for us to give a response. Now this is a very small gesture and it's, it's not even a very respectful one. But at the end of the day, you are acknowledging this person at the door. And says Rav Shodron, this small gesture, Hashem considers this the beginning of tshuva. In His infinite mercy, Hashem looks at even this small acknowledgement and He realizes that this shows that we value Him, maybe just a little bit, but He does have a value to us. And He takes that as the beginning of the tshuva process. And that is enough for there to form a small hole in what was otherwise a solid brick wall. And when Hashem sees this hole, he jumps forward and sticks his hand through the hole so he can take advantage of that small opening to form that relationship with us. Now, if you look at the Pasuk, it doesn't really seem to fit with this explanation. The Pasuk says, Dodi shalach yodo min hachor, that my beloved stretched out his hand from the hole. Now, in our mushal, in the Pasuk, Hashem is on the outside and we're on the inside. And our gesture of response is forming the hole from the inside. But when you sh if you're on the outside, you shouldn't be stretching out your hand from the hole. The hole is being formed on the inside. If you're outside, you're stretching your hand towards the hole. Why does the Pasuk say that Hashem is stretching out His hand from the hole? And this is the secret of tshuva. If we put in even just the smallest effort from our side, then not only does Hashem jump on that opportunity, not only does Hashem jump on that opening, He comes over the wall onto our side and pushes us towards him. He stretches out his hand, not towards us, but from behind us, guiding us and bringing us closer and putting us on the proper path to form that relationship with him. However, at the same time, this assistance that he's giving us only comes as a result of our efforts that we're putting in. And as we explained, the efforts that we're putting in are very small. So therefore, even with Hashem pushing us from behind, even with Him on our side of the wall, that hole in the wall is just a small hole. Now this explanation seems to contradict a different statement of Chazal, which is perhaps the most famous statement when it comes to tshuva. It's actually a medrash found on this parak in Shir Hashirim, in Shir Hashirim Rabbah, which says that if we open even just a small hole for Hashem, even just a hole the size of a needle, he will expand that hole to fill the entire world. So on one hand, we see that Hashem is going to take a very small hole and expand that to infinite proportions. But on the other hand, the way we've explained the Pasuk, Hashem supports us. But at the same time, that hole only remains as big as the amount of effort that we're willing to put into it. So which way is it? Is it the way that we've explained the Pasuk? Or is it the way that we see in this Medrash? So the difference is simple. If a person wants to develop a relationship with Hashem, 
but he's not willing to change. He's not willing to improve himself in order to get to where he needs to be. Then his hole is going to remain small. And Hashem's going to help him, but only as much as that person is willing to do himself. But if a person really wants to change, if he really wants to do tshuva, then not only will Hashem help him, Hashem will expand the hole for him and bring that hole to a size way bigger than the amount of effort that was put in. Now, with either person, this is a tremendous kindness from Hashem. Even someone who's only interested in putting forth the most minimal effort to find a relationship with Hashem, he will be rewarded, but only to a point, only with the amount that he's willing to put in himself. But if you're willing to do what it takes, if you're willing to change yourself to get to a stage where you understand and appreciate what it is to have a relationship with Hashem, it takes the same amount of effort as it does for the first person. Even with just a small bit of effort, Hashem knows what destination you're planning on reaching. And if your destination is that strong relationship with Hashem, then even from the very beginning, Hashem's going to help you get there. May we all merit to have a wonderful and meaningful Rosh Hashanah and Aseris Mechuva. And may we all concentrate our efforts on forming a relationship with Hashem. And simply showing that we care, even from the beginning, we will all merit the Siyata Deshmaya to be able to reach that ultimate goal of that relationship with Hashem. And it will truly become a month of Anila Dodi, the Dodili. Thank you very much to everyone for listening. Thank you, everyone, for all your support over the past year. It's been a wonderful year for Amen Torah. We've made so many strides over this past year, and I really thank you so much for that. Um, if you're interested in Advar Torah for this week's Parsha, Parsha's Nitzavim, it will be on the blog, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com. That's the Ancient Ideas blog. The Dvar, there will be a link to the Dvar Torah uh, on the homepage. It will also be in the weekly newsletter, which is sent out. Uh, there will be a link at the bottom after the Dvar Torah and Rosh Hashanah. And uh, if you're interested in joining our email list, you can email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Not only do you get the Dvar Torah every week, but you also are first in line to uh, any updates and any news that we have to share with you. Don't forget to check out our website, hashkafahandbook.com, which is where the podcast is hosted. You can download the podcast directly. You can learn more about my book, Reality Check. And the podcast is also available on iTunes. Don't forget to check out our Nation's Wisdom blog. That's nationswisdom.blogspot.com, which is where we publish uh, all sorts of Torah thoughts, Torah essays, not just on Parshas Shavua, but on uh, general Chumash topics and other ideas as well. And that's open to the public. We would love to hear what you have to say. Please contact me for more details. And don't forget to follow us on all these social media platforms. All right, thank you again very much. Have a great Shabbos. And a good year to everyone.